Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Major League Baseball put out a tweet that, yes, the Nationals are talking with teams about the availability of Bryce Harper in advance of tomorrow's deadline, 4 p.m., Major League Baseball. It was reported earlier today the Indians and Nationals have had a little bit of conversation. but A little bit of John Paul Morosi. He'll join us about an hour from now. A little bit of tire kicking, but MLB said, no, they are calling around now letting teams know that Bryce Harper is available. Ken Rosenthal tweeted out this about 10 minutes ago that he has confirmed the Nationals are sending feelers out on Bryce Harper. One rival executive says, I'd be shocked if they do it. They're seeing if someone wants to go crazy. So 
That's the story right now that Bryce Harper being thrown out there. The Nationals are trying to say, well, let's see if someone goes crazy and wants to give us something for Bryce Harper. First of all, this is, number one, showing you what a bad organization the Nationals are. They've just decided now, the night before the trade deadline, let's call around and let people know and see if people call us. They have no... How how long are they going to take them to vet players? Have they been looking at minor league guys, the guys that would bring back for for Bryce Harper? Are they just going to find out, you know, this guy they offered us you know, I went to baseball prospectus and he was like the number four guy in the organization. I mean, how are they going to know? How are they going to know who who to go trade for? It's the same reason why the Mets aren't going to trade Syndergaard to ground. They got four GMs because I'm one of them. They have no idea what they want. They have no idea what players. They have been scouting these guys and knowing, okay, this is the kind of return they're going to bring back. The Nationals just being stupid. Now it's up. Uh, maybe they're upset. Maybe they're saying, "Hey, Bryce Harper, will you know?" They're trying to fight a battle with him because they're upset. He's been very outspoken the last couple of days about how all the front office should be doing more. JT Real Muto beat them with a walk off. He said, "Oh, he should be hitting for us. They should have made a deal with the Marlins to bring him in." So they're not happy about that. Yeah, there's we, a lot of uh, unrest in that clubhouse if you believe those reports. Yeah, a, a lot of sources today from Washington saying that. Dave Martinez has kind of lost the team. There's a, there's a bad clubhouse there right now. So maybe they're trying to put, well, why would you punish a guy you're trying to sign long-term? This is just stupid. The Nationals should have realized two weeks ago, you know what, we're not going anywhere. Our window is done. Right after Bryce Harper celebrated winning the home run derby like he won a World Series game with a walk-off homer, they should have realized He's not coming back. Come that on, was that a, was a highlight. That was his goodbye. That, that was a big no, moment, though. That he, was he was his a goodbye. superstar that decided to participate. That was has a monster moment. Hey, so you celebrate. Nope. That was not a participation trophy. Okay, <laughs> he won a title. Well, of course he's going to participate. It's the home run derby in his home ballpark. Uh, he so could have said he could have told him to go to hell. I mean, other guys have. At that, at <laughs> Plenty that point, of stars have, have said no Zlatan dice. Zlatan told them, hey, you hey. go to hell. I'm not playing an all-star well, game. Well, Zlatan oh. had a hat trick and an assist this in is, a I wonderful evening last night. I, just, I, I don't play an all-star game. They said, well, you can't play the next game after that. Fine, a five-day vacation. Exactly. So this, this is what they should have known. We told you then. He's going to move on. The window for the Nationals is closed. It was open two years ago when they had All-Stars 1-8, through and their pitching was phenomenal. But they could never get over the hump. Now they've lost guys, they've let guys go, and this is clearly a shell of the team they had two years ago. Bryce Harper's going to be a free agent. He has not won in Washington. The team is not getting closer to winning. So now you're committing $200, $250, $300 million to whatever he winds up getting, Are you really going to be able to go out? you got money invested in Scherzer. Can you go out and get other guys? You're not trending the right way. Harper wants some kind of bigger stage. It's been fine in Washington, but you can tell he wants that bigger stage. Criticizing management the way he's done the last couple of days. He's said at many times this year, this could be it. He had many times to say, I'm not focused on that. I want to be a national in the offseason. We're going to take care of that. But he has said, yeah, this could be it. He's getting everybody ready for the fact that I'm going to go. Now, it's gaining more traction because the Nationals stink, and you're realizing it's not going to end with Bryce Harper in the playoffs, and let's see if he can win. So when you hear that, you have to realize this is your chance. 
It's a tough decision. I get it. But you're not re-signing him in the offseason. Someone deep-pocketed, whether it's the Yankees, the Dodgers, the somebody is going to say, Bryce, here's your money. Scott Boy, here is your money. You want it? We got it for you. Because you just need one team, and one team will do it. And quite honestly, if you're the Nationals, giving him $300 million, you're not any closer to winning in the National League East. You have seen two teams that are extremely deep and the Phillies and the Braves pass you by. You should move on. It's a tough decision. They should trade Bryce Harper. They should have been looking into this more than just, hey, the night before, let's see if anybody comes back with anything. I have to believe they've done a little more due diligence than that, not just throwing something against the wall. Yeah, but then this why did we hear this? Isn't why, the we Mets heard with, that, though. Yeah, but... Don't you know, you, bring the Mets yeah, in. I had bring to bring the, the Mets hey, in. Hey, you were, you were going to do it in a positive way with your <laughs> Jets. Jets turn around to see the Mets can do it, too, or some nonsense like that. So I'll do it here. Exactly. Uh, But one of the teams in the division just got themselves bolstered in the lineup, bringing in Adam Duvall. That's the Braves. They make a deal uh, for the Cincinnati Slugger, back-to-back 30 home run years. He doesn't hit for much in the way of average, batting a a robust 205. Uh, He's rivaling Bryce Harper at this point. Uh, But 15 home runs, 61 RBI. So they're making the push to keep things rolling and try to see if they can at least distance themselves from the Nationals, Nationals six games back coming into tonight. I, again, I, I do have to believe that there, there's been some co- tire kicking along the way. How much there's there's really uh, any substance? If, if they did, there would have been rumors. Because remember, we brought this up first with sure. John Paul Morose. said, John Paul, is this that crazy an idea? And I thought John Paul was going to say, well, a couple things, a couple things. Number one, number one, yes, it's crazy. But well, You're making John Paul Morose sound like Brian Gumbel. The- what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I'm working go on back my John and, Paul. No, but, but go, go listen to that I'm off of the family guy, Gumble on Gumble and Gumble. <laughs> but the first thing he told us was that's not crazy because they need and all this. No, but sure. Had they been doing this, there would be more than just, hey, oh, by the way, here's a tweet at 8 o'clock at night Pacific time, the night before the trade deadline. Oh, they're calling teams to see the pro- If we finding out now they're calling teams, then how much did research do they really Well, no, they might have done the research, and then early on it was just feelers. Now it's desperation. This is like in a fantasy How do I get league? this guy off? Oh, you know, my team Deadline's stinks. up. My team stinks. I I, I got to trade Brady. Hey, Tom Brady's available. Come at me with your best offer. That's right. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Let me let me tell you many reasons why the Nationals are so bleeping inept with this right now. We talked a few minutes ago about how if you're really going to do this, you are looking into this for more than just a day, right? You're looking more than just saying, "Hey, I'm looking at my fantasy team and I'm saying, boy, I need I need more than I need pitching. I need." wins, I need this, I need You know what, but Bryce Harper's my best player, so hey, Bryce Harper's available, and everybody, the rest of the league, come at me with your best offer. That works in fantasy. It doesn't work in Major League Baseball. It might here. It All might. of a sudden, wait a minute, Bryce the, Harper. The Mets call and say, oh, we'll give you DeGrom and Syndergaard. Well, but it goes back like the, the trade that the Dodgers made to the Orioles to get Manny Machado. What did they do? They just sent a tape of dude hitting two home runs in the Futures game, and that got everybody excited. Oh, Here's what great. do you do. The Nationals send out Bryce Harper celebrating the championship of the home run derby. 
Derby, and maybe it gets somebody's appetite wet. So why are you doing this knowing full well you're not going to be able to really fully vet out a trade by 4.30 tomorrow? You could do that. Come on. You could work through the night. There's plenty of coffee and caffeinated products and other things that I can't talk about. It's 11 o'clock on a Monday night. And now is when they're calling. People are in bed. GMs are in bed. No, no. They're all in bed. Look, they can find some sort of stimulant to get through the rest of the night and get through one day of negotiations. They're not Jay Glazer where they sleep with their phone next. Oh, listen, I'm going to bed. I turn on the humidifier. We have the news on. They don't have an assistant that's going to come running down the hall like that that young guy that was on his first day during draft day when he had to chase down (laughs) Kevin Costner. And and when you said I wanted Putney because, you you know, I mean, come on. This is not how you do it for Bryce Harper. This is not how you do it because... What, do you want to roll out a red carpet? You, no. If you can get a deal done, you get a you deal done, whether show, it's 11th hour or not. You want to show that you know what you're doing. So how <laughs> That ship's already you? sailed. Buddy. How does this show now you... Now you're going to another ship. That you know what you did. There's no <laughs> ship. There's, it's not a ship. It's not a thing. Is number one, you don't do this for Bryce Harper. You, you spend time saying, this is what we're doing, and you get that best offer that you can get. Not just we're throwing them out there... 13 hours before the trade deadline. That's just dumb. And and we know it's not been something that's been looked into before because the Nationals are just telling people now that he's available. If your aim is to keep him, why are you trying to keep people happy that would say, hey, you know, we should uh, pursue a trade for Bryce Harper? Why do you need to do that when all you are doing then is upsetting people uh, is upsetting Bryce Harper, who you want to keep? Oh, now you throw me out there for trade rumors? Blake, you, I'm going someplace else in the offseason. So <laughs> you're not really putting him out there when Bryce Harper is still going to wind up being mad about this. It's going to come to where he's not going to be traded, and the Nationals are going to say, well, we did our due diligence. And in a vacuum, that sounds great. But in real life, it's going to be, what'd you do that for? You, you, you weren't serious. You upset Bryce Harper, who you're trying to re-sign, and you looked like you didn't know what you were doing because you just decided the night before, oh, hey, on your to-do list, after get replacement <laughs> vacuum cleaner bags, see who wants Bryce Harper. That's how this looks. <laughs> this is an awful optic. And this shows you, hey, the Mets look great right now. No, they don't. The Mets look great. <laughs> Come we're, on. We're just not going to trade our guys. because they're basking in the glory listen, of, listen. of Sam Darnold listen. showing up for training camp. Listen, Somehow that reflects on them. I guarantee you there's a group text going on between the three Mets GMs, and they all don't know who's on this on the text. <laughs> Omar, is Who, this? What number is this? Is this? this you? Which one is Rico? I don't know. Who is this? Is this fourth number Jason Smith? Tell me who this is. Because that's the Mets. But we don't know that story. I mean, I'm just saying that. But this is the Nationals saying, hey, really, we don't know what we're doing. And we don't know whether we should be kowtowing to Bryce Harper, whether we should keep him, whether we should not, whether we should look like we're covering all our bases. It's just it's just a it's an awful, awful look when you want to seem like, hey, we know what we're doing. We have a plan. We're re-signing Bryce Harper because we think we're close or we know we have to tear this down. Well I, I told you from the beginning they should have traded Bryce Harper. They should have saw right after the all-Star Game, Home Run Derby. He's going to move on. He said he wants to move on. He's criticizing management. We got to do it. And instead, they waited till now, till the latest time he's criticized management, and the latest time he said maybe this is it for me in Washington to decide. Oh, hey, yeah, uh, maybe let's see who wants Bryce Harper. I mean, that, this is this is this is a Mickey Mouse way. This makes the Mets look like the Dodgers running their farm system. 
That's how good the Mets look in comparison to the Washington Nationals right All right, now. I think you're jumping over a giant, this Nationals, giant gorge here. This national story is a so totally Mets story. Oh, it is. It because fits this the is TV so totally show Mets. with no question. Tonight, Welcome so to the totally NL East. It's not really about the Mets, but it's a so totally Mets move by another team in Major League Baseball. It's so totally Mets. I'd like to believe that you can make a phone call or two about a player and it doesn't get to Ken Rosenthal that fast or John Palmarosi or that someone's not ferreting it out five minutes after it's done that you don't have a rat in the house at every every call. You two GMs chewing the fat. No, I think Ken is Ro- Ken there. No, Ken Rosenthal's <laughs> that guy in the in the movie that is the computer expert. He's Ving Rhames in Mission Impossible. Oh, nice! Where he's watching conversations be sent back and forth electronically between everybody else. I thought you were going to bring out my man from Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I just watched uh, uh, Ghost Protocol last I night. I figured like, you did. Ving Rhames is in my there. You head. go because it's very confusing. And uh, <laughs> I'm just watching the conversations go. Oh, he's saying this, and he's saying this, and he said. Butch were pretty far from okay, <laughs> and this guy's over here with this. And well, this that's what the Nationals executives are saying to each other right now. Hey, we're pretty result. far from okay. We're pretty far from okay. We'll go get a guy for Bryce Harper, go medieval on the rest of the National League East. You happy now? We're calling in the wolf. That's a marketing slogan for 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Going medieval on the NL East in 2019. Oh, so there it is. The Nationals have decided, hey, let's throw Bryce Harper's name out there and see if anybody wants him. We got the latest from John Paul Morosi coming up next hour on the show. Is he really, really, really going to be traded, Mets? Is he really going to be <laughs> traded? We'll find out. But in one minute. A big debut in the National Football League. We got the slow clap. And wait till I tell you what it's going to mean for the playoffs. But first, a guy who we always slow clap for. It's Tom Looney with What's Trending. Mr. Looney. Hey, guys. The Phillies Red Sox 13-inning game just ended, actually. Swing a line drive toward right center field, deep, and this ball is over the head of Quinn. Bounces of the bullpen. Ground roll, walk-off double. Blake Swihart and the Red Sox win in 13-2-1. Father time with the call on W-E-E-I. Boston Twins Indians also ended dramatically on uh, some radio station in Minnesota. You probably never heard. Swing a fly ball, deep left center field. Brantley back. Brantley still going. It's over his head. The human drama. One other final from night. Baseball Braves reeling the Marlins 5-3. Atlanta Braves pitcher Sean Newcomb apologized today for some childish tweets he sent out as a teenager. Do we have that? I just want to say I'm sorry for the language that surfaced on my Twitter account. It's not acceptable in any way. It's not a reflection of the person who I am. I don't think that that's any kind of language that should be used in any context, never mind on Twitter. This spicy, tangy, savory. Trending report powered by True Car takes all the confusion out of uh, car shopping. True Car, the app or the website, download it or go there for a less confusing uh, car shopping experience. Find out what people who live near you have paid for the car that you want. True Car. And now, two guys who take the confusion out of sports talk radio Jason Smith and Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you, Mr. Looney. We're live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. More info. 
Visit Geico.com. We'll have more on Bryce Harper coming up in about 15 minutes as the Nationals are calling around, seeing if anybody's answering their phones at you know 11.30 at night on a Monday. Of course they are. They're up listening to us. Hey, Seinfeld's on. It's the one about the Cubans. Can, can you get... Oh, Bryce Harper. Uh, you know, let me call you back after this is over. <laughs> Rolling the crepes too tight? Get you, back to that. you get the Mandel bombs in there, too? You think oh, you're better than him? Mr. Mandel You think you're better than me? Oh, Mr. Mandelbaum. Mandelbaum. You know, Mandelbaum. My wife once had an operation. Her doctor was Dr. Mandelbaum. And yeah. I said, can I please call him Mr. Mandelbaum just because of that? She goes, you can't call a doctor Mr. You I can. Said, no, I know that, but I want to call Mr. Mandelbaum. See if he gets the joke. Mr. Mandelbaum. Mr. Mandelbaum. <laughs> I challenge you to an operation, hey, Mr. Mandelbaum. Hey, pop. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Sam Darnold (laughs) is now a Jet. Signing his contract today. Everything is fine. There's a $20 million signing bonus. He's got four years. He's got over $30 million guaranteed. They figured out their issues about money to be paid back if Sam Darnold suspended for whatever reason, whether he rides a kite or a bucking Bronco or does something and Sam Darnold hit the practice field, and his Jets teammates knew the future is here. It's time for a slow clap. Oh, whoa. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Well, they wow. were mad he skipped out on whoa, a couple of days. Whoa, I mean, we had they Ernie. They were happy to see him, huh? Whoa. I mean, Justin, Ernie wrote in saying, Jason, did you come down with a sudden rare case of Darnolditis on Friday? Hashtag J E T E Jets. No, no. The answer actually, is obviously E-T-E yes. E-T-E no, it was it was bad food poisoning. I told you I was feeling bad when I left here. Did you actually get a diagnosis, and, or was uh, that just your own? I don't feel. Yeah, well, because when I went to the doctor, I actually you actually went to a doctor. Yeah, because I also had to get outfitted for my uh, cast for my carpal tunnel. On my okay, so arm. you didn't go to a doctor so just because like, you had a tummy ache. I had a. Well, I went. Did you go to LeBron's cast I went, guy? I went to two doctors. <laughs> I went, I went to, he might have used that one. I went to Doctor Nick Riviera. Good. And he said, "Hey, everybody." <laughs> no, so it's been. It was a. Very, and then he went back and saw Doctor Mandelbaum. It was a very, it was a very rough uh, Friday and Saturday, actually. So <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry to hear that. Not quite the weekend I had in mind, but sandwich out there. I want to hit you. Yeah, over the that'll head. do it. I'm hit you over the head with my with my uh, cast when it comes. You oh, good. Watch. You just do. I get watch. to sign it, you guys. Uh, no, it's going to be uh, black, and um, no, you're not. Gonna do so it. three days late. Well, I got, can get a silver sharpie. Huh? Wow. What? He got booed three days late to practice, and he no, got booed. No, he didn't get play the slow clap and not the Rudy slow clap. All right, set it up again. This is Sam Dartle taking the field at Jets. Why, why am I doing this? It's just going to be the butt fumble. Here's Sam Dartle taking the field at Jets practice today and his teammates realizing it, recognizing it, and giving him the slow clap. We can't alter it. What are you talking about? They booed him. What do you mean? <laughs> he did not boo him. He I, was, I booed him. He was not. No, no. He was supposed to be him. last. Nobody. Yeah, booed I, him. I do like the fact that players are arguing about these different points. Now, Roquan Smith, uh, he's got to learn. Well, there are certain rules you have to. But the the idea of getting suspended and going and fighting, saying no, 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 that 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 really shouldn't be in there. <laughs> I, I like that players are at least trying to flex a little muscle before acquiescing and and signing and smiling pretty for the camera. Here's the reality. For the Jets, Sam Darnold is in, and trust me, they clapped for him. They clapped for him. They loved him. It wasn't sure, a great practice. Sure, dinner's on him. But he's it. Well, because the future is here, and now this is what's going to happen. They were yelling, we want Teddy, we want not, Teddy. No, te- look, here's, here's, here's your Jets timeline for this season. By week three of the preseason, the Jets trade Teddy Bridgewater. 
Sam Darnold wins the starting job week one. No. The Jets go 9-7. and seven, Oh, boy. And they squeak into the playoffs. Sam Darnold is the offensive rookie of the year in the they, National Football They gave you some uh, there you go. Some interesting pills or something Wonderful to take. Wonderful pills. 9-7. and seven, They're in the playoffs. They win a tiebreaker over the Chiefs slash Raiders because <laughs> most of the <laughs> AFC is not very good. The Jets get in. You are Darnold's offensive rookie of the year. And the year after that, we're in the Super Bowl. Oh, I like I like what what? Wow, that was a real big you like that, made huh? right there. But I'm talking about this because this year is what counts. Nine and seven, huh? All Nine right, let's go seven. through the schedule. At no. Detroit. Win. <laughs> no. Win. Uh home against Miami. Win. At Cleveland. Win. Baker Mayfield. Stop. You don't know what's going game. what they're brewing in that RV. No, he's never gonna make it out of the RV. Are you kidding? I know exactly what they're brewing <laughs> in that RV. <laughs> <laughs> And you smell what the rock is cooking. Uh, at Jacksonville, lost. No, all right, fine. Denver at home. They win. Indian. They got a three-game homestand. Yeah. Denver, Indianapolis, oh, they Minnesota. Win. They win. Ah, uh, Minnesota. No, we, they win. Well, no, week six. Is, do we have Andrew Luck throwing a no, no football, no. or is he actually no, under center? Still Burt Jones. No, they, they, win, they win that They game. went back to Burt Jones. Yeah, they go back really to Really go back in yes. the way back machine. They win that one. Uh, on the road I'll at the Minnesota. Bears. Uh, no, they win that one. No, no, Bears. Bears. Gonna... Mitchell Trubisky over Rope Sam Darnold. Smith is just going to sign there. Everybody he doesn't beats the matter. Bears. Ask Frostburg. He'll even tell you. Everybody beats the Bears. <laughs> I'll see you in hell. Okay, just because you're all corporate in your Chargers gear. Are you wearing Chargers underwear, too? I think everything has a logo on Now that you ask, yeah, I am. Well, I thank you for that full disclosure. Thank you for adding adding value to this element of the program. Uh, and then you can keep on going. They're not going 9-7. and seven. Are you kidding keep me? Keep going. I'm right there. No, no I'm not no, doing no, the reverse, rest of this. This is No, Why? that's bad radio. They won five games last <laughs> I year. I did it for a minute uh, for a fact, and you're like, keep going. Listen, yeah, people <laughs> had pity on them. The Jets won five games last year, and they added the best quarterback in college football. They suck. If you're talking about the Browns being able to win four or five games. Who is? The Jets can go from, well, they're not going to win zero. Oh, well, unless well, they don't make it out of the RV. The Jets can go from five to nine. It's easy to go to set nine and seven. You can go you can go from three and thirteen, four to nine and seven. The big jump is nine and seven to twelve and four, thirteen and three. You can you, but the, the jump you can make from there to nine and seven, that happens. Here's the big the thing Jets are gonna do. Here's the big thing for the Jets is obviously taking care of business against equally miserable Miami and Buffalo teams in division. Right, because the, the the bills could legitimately start drifting towards Cleveland territory, especially if something happens in that Lashawn McCoy case that's still hanging out in no man's land right now. I mean, yeah, I love Chris Ivory, good plotter, potentially a fantasy sleeper if things break right, because he's been little used uh, over the last couple of years, and certainly last year with Leonard Fournette uh, down in Jacksonville. But you look at the back end of that schedule; if things play properly. They don't win a game the final two months of the season. Stop. They'll go nine and seven. They could win their first nine. Donald's not even the favorite in Vegas to win Offensive Rookie of the Year for quarterbacks. He's got Mayfield and Rosenheyer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's all right. I'm okay with that. Because he he didn't sign until today. Three and 13 if you're lucky. And you think there's going to be value in Teddy Bridgewater? Stop. Come no, on, no, man. I'm not saying there's going to be value. But no, 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 no. That some team will trade for Oh, no, no, no. Somebody will trade. The, Met, the Jets won't the Mets. The Jets won't get <laughs> The him. Mets are in your brain now. But, no, but the Jets will have to trade him because they'll realize, look, there's not enough reps for three quarterbacks once you get to the middle of camp. And if you're getting Sam, as long as Sam Darnold's not overmatched, which he won't be, they're going to realize, okay, we got McCown. We're not really invested in Bridgewater. Bridgewater's a guy who can go someplace. There's going to be an injury or some team's going to say, hey, we need a quarterback. 
They'll trade him for a low round pick. They're not going to recoup and, and, and oh, we got a second round pick no, from Teddy course. Bridgewater. But they'll trade him more to open the door for Darnold because he needs more of the reps. You know, so you'll see that. That's why. It's, I'm not saying you're going to wind up seeing Bridgewater for the number one pick. Although you you know, then the Nationals could be involved. It could happen. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. John Paul Morosi and JP, it's nice 11 o'clock at night to get that uh, uh, breaking news. And oh, hey, yeah, teams are they're calling the teams to see if Bryce Harper uh, is going to be traded someplace. Well, that this is why trade deadline eve is a holiday for me uh, because <laughs> you get surprises like this. Uh, this is like Christmas Eve for the baseball insiders and the baseball aficionados as well. Uh, it's a great time of year, and and yes, I mean this is a this is a real story. Bryce Harper is available. Uh, we don't quite know the full extent, and by that I mean we don't know how low the price tag is going to be. You can say he's available, and then if the price tag is I want three major league ready starting pitchers for two months of Harper, it's probably not going to happen. So. The story to watch and the team to watch here is the Cleveland Indians. And the reason I mention the Indians, they've got the young pitching that the Nationals would almost certainly want back in this deal. Uh, Tristan McKenzie is one name. Shane Bieber is another. But Bieber Shane or so, Justin? Uh, I'm going to be clear about this one. It's Shane. It is oh, okay. Shane. Shane. And, and he is so important to them right now at the major league level that, that I was told today that thus far – that the Indians have not put Bieber in that offer. So that's going to be the key question. Does that change? Because the Nationals, if they're going to trade their franchise player and take the the certain PR hit that would come along with it, they're going to have to get somebody that's going to help them for a long time. And Bieber is just now in his first season there with the Indians. So he would fit that description, and we have to see if the Indians will eventually uh, put him in that offer and make the Nationals at least think seriously about trading number 34. All right, all right. Ten bucks. I got ten bucks for you. If the trade goes down, when you have it, because you, you had this tweet an hour ago, this is what's going on, Cleveland has not recluded Shane Bieber, you type in Justin Bieber. Trade goes down, Indians trade, and Justin Bieber is traded to <laughs> Washington. You just put it in there. Don't explain it. Oh, it's fandom. You just put it in there. <laughs> put him in there as Justin. For $10. $10. I'm going to have to think about this. Now, right. now, 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 Bear, bear in mind, you're talking to the guy who once mistakenly retweeted a fake Ken Rosenthal on deadline day. Okay? Nice. Oh. So, so that, was not, that was not the plan. I was working with Ken at the time. you got to look for the bow tie, I, JP. Usually it's the blue check mark. The, 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 Here? Bo, the bow tie means <laughs> yeah, it's real. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate that information. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't aware of the whole blue check mark thing. So <laughs> no, no. I normally it's the check mark up. thing, but I mean, it's really I, the bow tie with Kenny. I screwed that one up. And Kenny just sort of said, JP, like, where did that come from? I was like, I don't know. I made a mistake. So, anyways, so everybody <laughs> tomorrow, watch, okay, carefully. Check the punctuation, check the, the characters and the names and everything else. It's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit of a haphazard day, especially now with Harper being available. So let's all try to and, and I'm giving myself this advice. Yep. I'm gonna try to stay cool. Yep. Stay cool and make sure I check the blue mark before I get excited and tweet anything. So that's that's the plan for tomorrow. Well, because I just registered the account at J O H N Morosi, and I'm ready uh, to wreak havoc <laughs> tomorrow. I'm gonna have to find I'm gonna have to find that guy. 
We're gonna, it's, a good, it's a good thing that we're such good friends. All right? It's actually Kevin Durant. Just so you know, that that's actually okay. now. No, but here, here's the thing, JP. With this story, is that I can't. But look, for the I, we, you and I are one of the first people to talk about this. You, me, and Mike. When I said three weeks ago, is trading Bryce Harper crazy? And you said it's not. And yes, I agree. The Nationals should have gone, and they should have realized they're coming to the end with Bryce Harper. Trading him should be something that they look into. But instead, it's it's a phone call. It's it's hey, we're letting people know, you know, fifteen hours before the deadline. If you come up with a big offer for us, we could move him. I mean, really? I mean, we would have. I mean, this is how you do it in fantasy when you say, "Hey, I got to improve my team. Give me your best offer for for Bryce Harper." But to just suddenly throw him out there the night before the trading deadline, we when when it hasn't really happened before. I mean, this is the right way to do it. Uh, no truth to the rumor that they're actually uh, putting postcards in the mail from Cape Cod to the various front offices on this very day. And so they'll arrive in probably a week or ten days to all the places around the major leagues, and by then it'll be too late. No, I, I, I just it's, – it's, uh, I, I think that, that the Nationals, in, in all seriousness, they're run by Mike Rizzo, who has a scouting background. And I'm sure if – and they've got a robust pro scouting staff. They've got a lot of veteran – good scouts on their staff and if and if they're going to make this trade they're going to do so knowing what they're getting back and that's where do i think they've done the due diligence of going all the way down to the minor leagues and scouting rookie ball in the way that for example the the san diego padres would or, or teams that were clear sellers probably not because they're just in a fundamentally different spot they thought they were going to be buying and so that that sets up a a difficult circumstance where they may not know completely who that next two or three guys are supposed to ask for in that deal, the guys that are rookie ball. But the, the big-ticket guys, if they make this trade, they're going to have to get the marquee names and the high minors to make it work. Uh, do I think they will? If I, had to, if I had to guess in this moment, I would say there's about a 40% chance of this trade happening. 60% no. But I, but I think about it, it's, it's 40%, and that's the highest it's been in a long time in my own estimation. And, and I think that we have a decent chance of seeing Harper traded. We have a very, I think, a very good chance of Archer being traded. Um, we could have some surprises. There are going to be some surprises across the industry in the next uh, however many hours. I've, I've always been told never to do math on, on live there, so I'm not going to do that right now. <laughs> uh, but, it's, but we're coming up here on, the, on down the stretch, and I think we could see some surprises here very soon. See the caffeine kicking in. Our guest, John Paul Morosi, here as we come to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Arman. Find JP on Twitter, at John Morosi. Leave out the H. That would be a burner account for somebody. At J-O-N Morosi. Hi, Mom. Uh, at Major League Baseball Network. You talk about him on Fox Sports. You see him everywhere. Now, you mentioned a couple of the names that could be on the moves. One one that did was earlier today, Roberto Asuna goes from the, the Jays to the Astros. The Astros saying we do, did our due diligence and, and broke this down. And that's fine from the front office perspective as they try to defend the move. How's it playing in the clubhouse? Well, that's a great question. And, um, and Justin Verlander uh, spoke today and, and referenced uh, some comments he had made about a, a former heart. Astros prospect who was um, who was uh, involved in a domestic violence incident earlier this year um, and had some very harsh words at that time uh, for the former Astros prospect. So it's, it's now a difficult moment, I think, for that clubhouse to welcome in somebody or try to welcome in somebody 
or not welcoming somebody who is uh, accused of a, of a very, very serious offense. Uh, and Verlander mentioned Osuna is going to have to speak to the clubhouse and and be accountable to them in that regard. Uh, I think it's important to consider the context here. You think about a few years ago, in a different circumstance, but one that nonetheless fell under the league domestic violence policy, Aroldis Chapman was acquired for a relatively low asking price in terms of the industry um, by the Yankees from the Reds. Mm-hmm. He was then traded to the Cubs, helped the Cubs win the World Series, the Yankees obtained Glaber Torres in that transaction. It doesn't make you feel good or moral or ethical. It was a, it's a complicated circumstance. The, the emotions and the business realities are complex. But that is the way baseball conducts business in many cases. Once the, once the player has served a suspension and is back in good standing, he can be traded, he can play again. Um, that being said, Osuna has a lot to do to make amends for what he is uh, charged with doing. And by the way, the criminal proceeding is still ongoing in Canada over what occurred. So this is not a this is not in any way, shape, or form the end of a complicated chapter. It is rather the beginning of one for Osuna and his new team, the Houston Astros. Hey JP, lastly, you know, the big power players, we saw them make moves today. The Red Sox made a move earlier tonight getting Ian Kinsler. We saw the Yankees go get Lance Lynn. Dodgers are still sitting there. Are they gonna make a move at some point in the next twenty four hours? Well, they could. I, I don't see them as being a really strong fit for uh, Bryce Harper. I think that uh, for them, bullpen is going to be the big uh, focus. Of course, they've already got Machado in-house, and, and he is uh, making his Dodger debut here this evening. Uh, the, the, the most natural fit for me, I think, is to get a bullpen piece, whether it's Keone Kella, Brad Ziegler, one of the other names there in the, uh, in the, the Marlins roster, Drew Steckenrider or Conley or Kyle Barraclaw. I think those are the teams. The Rangers and Marlins have some bullpen pieces to move. And if I'm the Dodgers, I want to focus there because that, that's where maybe there were some um, – certainly pitching in general was a spot where they were a little bit thin in, in the World Series last year. They've got to find a way to, to lengthen out that bullpen ahead of Kenley Jansen. I will be very surprised if the Dodgers do not get at least one relief pitcher before 4 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow. You can follow him on Twitter at John Morosi. That's at John Morosi. Fox Sports 1, MLB Network, Baseball Insider. JP, as always, buddy. Appreciate it, my friend. We'll talk to you. Hydrate, buddy. Great, guys. Uh, I, uh, tomorrow's a, a holiday. It's like Christmas morning for me tomorrow. I cannot wait. And uh, thanks for having me on the show tonight, guys. I really appreciate it. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. It's time for an update on the Browns RV. Sweet. We brought you this story last week. In the vein of so totally Jets, we brought you the new TV show, That's the Browns, and our debut episode, because it's a spinoff of So Totally Jets, was that the Browns quarterbacks decided to have an RV parked on the premises during training camp, an RV that was for the quarterbacks to find a place to go chill at. It was an interesting story when it well, happened. Well, remember, the undercard was the Jarvis Landry, we're going to score 40 yes. points a game. Yeah, that was, yeah, but this is better. I mean, I mean that was the, well, you got to have multiple storylines yeah. running on you an got, episode. You got Jesse Pinkman running in and out of the, <laughs> in and out of the <laughs> RV going, Hugh Jackson, yo! Hugh's coming, yo! But now that the Browns training camp is in full swing, there are more questions about the RV. Sure. Baker Mayfield, whose job it was to secure the RV, which he did, Talked about it today at practice. It's a place you can get away. You're up here all day. You do get one break right now. 
between the walkthrough and practice. So um, you got to be able to kind of relax a little bit, unwind before practice. Uh, just getting your mind right. You can do that in the locker room. You can do it in the players' lounge. They have a you know kind of a sleeping area for players, and you know we just decided to make a little uh, fun. He's a weapon. You know, I vividly remember when Jared Goff decided to buy fans for the offensive players at training camp. Jeff Fisher got really, really mad saying defensive players aren't hot. They don't need fans in their dorm room. And Jared Goff had a lot to learn about being a quarterback in the NFL. No, he didn't. That was Jeff Fisher trying to tell him that. (laughs) Said, ah, he's been here forever. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's on the competition committee. The fans will only work between 7 and 9 p.m. You want to make sure it's plugged in and you're using it. Baker Mayfield was tasked this. By Drew Stanton. Drew Stanton. Right. How about that? 11-year veteran now. Yeah, well, on the team with Tyrod Taylor and and Baker Mayfield. Go Hawkeyes. And now, here's a story that's become just as big as the Browns training camp. Here's an RV that is just for quarterbacks. No, it's a much bigger story than anything Today, having to do with the Browns. Well, ba- Baker Mayfield. Well, there's a TV show that's the Browns. Uh, Baker Mayfield said that offensive linemen get VIP status. No, they should. In the RV. Well, they have to keep him upright. And offensive players are allowed to visit. Sure. This is a typical... Do they have to get a friend of the band? (laughs) No, not him. He's not on the list. This is one of those Baker Mayfield ideas that the one thing you can say about the guy, truthfully, 100%, is that he has many ideas and actions, things that he's done, that have been halfway thought out. Halfway thought out when I'm going to grab a flag and plant it on the field. Halfway thought out that I'm going to grab my crotch and it's going to be okay. Halfway thought out that I'm going to blow off the Chargers and say, why am I meeting with you or memorizing any of your playbook? You're not going to trade up to get me. Halfway thought out about this RV. No, I, I kind of like that one, though. But I, no, I, but thought, still, I thought that was a, uh, I'm, I'm not gonna, I thought no, you were okay, no, spider I'm kind of moment. I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, work work on doing anything for you because you you draft too low? What if we wanted to trade up to get you? What if the Chargers wanted to move up to get Baker Mayfield? He knew well, Phillip Rivers wasn't going anywhere. Well, I thought you said you were all right. Come on. That, nobody would be dumb enough to believe that. Yeah. I mean, Phillip Rivers is still upright. Yeah, he's, uh, for, for how long? I don't what know, if, Frostburg, you want to answer the, that? <laughs> but if the Chargers were interested in him, to talk to him enough, why wouldn't they do it? You never know how things are going to go on the draft. You never thought Sam Darnold would have fallen to the Jets at number three, but he did, and he didn't do it. It's halfway thought out. This RV story is halfway thought out. Hey, it's a fun place for quarterbacks to chill. Great. That's a halfway thought. The other half is, well, now the other players are going to be mad because now we don't get to come in there. You're the quarterbacks, and you're the elite, and now you're showing us you're elite, and now you're going to get questions about this from the media at practice every day, what goes on in there, you're keeping it secret, and it becomes a sideshow distraction at practice. Like I said, it's not that Baker Mayfield is a bad guy. It's not that Baker Mayfield is someone who's, who's someone, look, he's, a, he's, he's a bad person. He's, a, he's someone that doesn't think through what the ramifications of his actions are. And as a franchise quarterback in the NFL, you have to do that. And this RV, clearly, by all the Browns, and the fact he did it, is one of those things that should have been thought through more clearly. When he was tasked this by Drew Stanley, maybe this isn't the best idea. I want to just do football. You can haze me someplace else. Let's do that. Halfway thought out. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 